What's up, everybody? This is Dante, and I'm one half of the Adios Pantalontes podcast. This podcast came about because my co-host, Steve, a good friend of mine, he sat with me on the Off the Mats podcast, and we talked for a good long time and had a great time and figured, you know what? Let's give it a shot. Let's work on a show together and see what we can come up with and just have fun with it. So in this first episode, what you're really going to hear is us kind of getting our foot in and trying to figure out our time in together as a duo. So it's going to sound a little rough. We get that. That's with any podcast though. So we, we came into it with that understanding. We're just looking again to have a good time, chit chat, crack jokes, and just see where it goes. As I like to always say, thank you everyone who's listening to this. We appreciate it. And we couldn't make this show happen without you all. If you have any questions or concerns, always feel free to reach out to us. We are both available on the Adios Pantalontes Instagram account. And we'll link our personal accounts as well. So that way, you know, if you have any feedback, comments, concerns, we're there to hear it and, you know, to get better. So now that that's out the way, thanks again and enjoy the show. Tell me a guilty pleasure that you have. Are we starting? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> a guilty pleasure? Oh, shit. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> well, that's why I asked it. Let's see. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Got to get up on that bad boy. That really caught me off guard. I know. That's why I asked. I'm not going to ask you something that you're prepared for. I don't want, I don't want to script it. I want to ask you something that's going to catch mean, damn, off guard. damn, we didn't even introduce the podcast or nothing. I'll get this, to that. That shit was just... I'll get to that. What's my guilty pleasure? Shit. That one really takes you off guard. I have to say, it, I, the only thing jumping to mind, at my age, it's probably not too common. I still like drinking. Which is kind of somewhat a happy hour podcast. My guilty pleasure, though, is getting ripped. <laughs> I don't drink at all during the week. But if we're going out, I'm either zero or a hundred. That's whack as shit. But my guilty pleasure is nah. fucking tons of porn. Like, Well, that's <laughs> everyone. That's not guilty, though. Oh, no, I'm about to get into the category. Son. Okay. All nah. right. Well, we can get into that. No, I so hey, so um, <laughs> buckle up because episode right. one and what, it's about what, to what? get yeah. wild. I mean, this shit. Oh no, I'm interracial bitch. I'm married to a white one. Oh, that's lame as hell. No, no actually, it's not. No, this shit is great. Um, the big ones are interracial, <laughs> obviously, female masturbation. I want to say obviously. Cause yeah, because then like it takes females. The, something out of it um, <laughs> that you don't want to see. Yeah, it's like sometimes the angles aren't well, too great. So it, it's more about like the, like, the finish, like the the orgasm. Like I like seeing the chick. Like oh, you know they they feel good. I'm like dude, I that's feel like they awesome. know what they're doing more so than sometimes the guy on girl. It seems a little fake sometimes. 
Oh no, I mean I watch homemade. I don't, I don't watch like I don't watch. Oh, the big production sucks. Yeah, I, I think I, that's I big universal production. with all guys. Is I don't think any guy really likes the high production. No, no I, I know quite a few. Like, because anytime I'm sitting around with a, with a few people, and that's always the the conversations. Like, who's your favorite star? You know, all this shit. I'm like, what I star? I like, oh, like man. I don't even know names. Like, who? Nah. Who? Like, I, who's my favorite star? Um, that chick from Wisconsin. That, I, that's a no name. I really, she ain't a star. She's really, just a homemade chick. I really, really, rarely watch porn. So, but when I do, I would want it to be a normal looking girl, like not someone. Well, yeah, that's no completely thing too. um like fake looking, yeah, unattainable, like unnaturally like like unnatural. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing girls maybe don't know. Is I feel like most guys, at least. Our circle of friends, we don't like incredibly unnatural. Well, I mean, there's I, a level. I but... think that's regional, though. Like, because if you're in yeah, a place in like, California, yeah, if you're in I California, hear. well, and that, but even there is regional because there's certain places in California where that's expected. But then there are other places in California where it's like, look, man, you know, you ain't got to look like fucking uh, Margot Robbie. Like, I like using her as my like. What are you to. not a fan of that you see in porn? Midgets. <laughs> no, that's a fucking fact. I mean, I never watched. I, <laughs> well, anytime I'm scrolling through and I see anything that says step. Oh, that's common though. It's, yeah, I know. That's got to be a big one. It, it, and it what could just. Think, I, what do you think is the appeal of that? I, I have a theory of what I think it is. Yeah, but tab- I also think mm-hmm. it's just a fantasy of like. Yeah. It's almost like a. There's no type of relationship that can be from that. So it's just sex. So it's that weird taboo of the, you know, son whose dad remarried to, I mean, Bill and Ted. That, like, think about that. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where Bill's dad married, like, this hot chick, like, who's much, much younger than him. And both he and Ted, like, look at her, she's really hot. And Ted's like, hey, Bill, remember that time I asked your mom, I mean, Missy, to prom? You know, it, that, that I think that's something that's just always carried over now that we're in this age of, like, everyone can be open about stuff. That's what people are like, oh, I'm going to be open about that. Right. And I guess if you are looking at porn, it should be a fantasy, you know. But it's a step, weird fantasy. <laughs> like, step, and step-siblings, though. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I wonder if. That makes me think of like I guess when I see it, I'm thinking it's not people really believing that, but maybe there is a lot of people that I mean really we don't know <laughs> what they are thinking or what they aren't thinking. But that does seem to be the most common one though. Well, yeah, that's step a big something, one. Something stepmother, stepsister, <laughs> stepbrother, yeah, and and it's really I mean people like what they like. That's cool. I'm not judging you. I am, but I'm not. Well, I am, but that's it's not my cup of tea. Whenever I see it, I just keep moving along. Five minutes in our podcast, we went there. We know what this is going. Six. By minutes. the way, this is we will kind of like a happy hour podcast. We'll be probably drinking something different every time. Today I brought Coors Banquet beer. What do you think of it? It's Never not, had it. I don't think either of us have ever had it. I mean, it's beer. I mean, as I've said on, 
you know, my other podcast, Off the Mats Podcast. Go check it out. Um, as I've said on there many a times, and just in life, I don't really, when I'm drinking alcohol, I'm not even really drinking it like, hmm, you know, this is good. I'm drinking it for a job, and that job is to get fucked up. Like, the there's very few drinks that I've had where I'm like, man, that's delicious. Like, Jack and Cokes are good because of the Coke, the sugar. But I mean, otherwise... I think there is a little difference with the beers. This is served in a stubby well, bottle. Well, yeah, the beers obviously have I a difference. Think, though, we, obviously, we've had Coors Light. Uh, I don't like Coors Light. That's water. Right. But Coors Light is refreshing, really refreshing when you're playing sports because it's water. Water <laughs> is refreshing. Right. As well. I think this is pretty good. No, th- and this it, is 5%. This is um, this is fine. I'm I, I'm not knocking. I would say it. this is my favorite Coors product. Look, anytime you bring beer over, I'm okay with drinking it. As long I, I'm not crazy about um, like heavy heavier IPAs. Um, we might as well just a quick review. What would you give out of a one through ten with the beers you've had? Of the beers that I've had. Yep. I mean, this is on the higher end as far as I'd say maybe a seven or eight. Okay. I lean more towards the eight because seven. You want to is... give it a just an eight? Well, I mean that's what I just said. All right. I'm leaning more towards the eight. Like, yeah, I mean, I think both of us we're we're not beer experts. But... I'm not an expert at any fucking thing. I'm gonna give this on taste, and this is pretty high. I'm gonna be strict though. I'm going to give it a 7.8. That's pretty good, though. I mean, that's oh, like so all wait, what, wait, what are we doing now? Are we giving an overall score? Or now we're breaking it down now. I'm, I'm giving it a score. I'm giving it a point because a decimal system because I think every time we do this, I'm going to bring something different. So That's fine, but... We can't have too many sevens and eights. <laughs> Bullshit. I can have whatever the fuck I want. If I, want it. I would say so with mine, though. I've mixed Jameson. That's the a Jameson taste wise, I give it a zero. <laughs> um, but uh, feeling wise, I give it a ten. I mean, I'm also drinking wine too, some kind of um, sangria, because you know that's what I do. Most times, I record them drinking wine. But but I think we basically we're giving it two thumbs up. Well, yeah, I mean. Excuse me. Anything above a, a five is a thumb up. I think we gave it pretty high scores, though. For I mean, I'm also not the best like, judge. Yeah, of... but all right. Coors Light or this? You're choosing this. Miller Light and this. What are you choosing? Um, it depends. I think taste wise, I would choose this. I'm not worried about the but taste. It's close. <laughs> I'm not well, this is also stronger. I'm not worried about taste of the beer unless it's so something. So this is stronger really gross. too. That I mean. Depends on what my job is that day. It depends on what the goal. If my goal is to get fucked up, then yeah, I'm going with this. If my goal is just like, let's casually drink. I'm probably going to drink some Miller Lights, sit around, maybe a Modelo, mix it in there. Because the cans are the same color. You know, just throw people off the, the the scent a little bit. Well, we got stubby bottles. Mm. What do you think of that? <laughs> Not too crazy about that. Yeah, I don't understand it. Well, I don't understand a lot of things though when when they do shit like anything with when it comes to bottles or containers, they they 
package them a certain way. So, you know, that being the case, uh, I, I don't think anything of it. I'm a sucker for patch- packaging, to be honest. So hmm. If there's some kind of new logo, I got to try it at least. <laughs> you are an advertiser, advertiser's wet dream. For beer and energy drinks, for sure. I mean, the I'm, I'm a simple, dumb person. That I'm just also drinking this in between. Jumps in. Have you heard of this? It's I don't called Zoa, and The Rock just came out with it. Why would I have ever heard of that? Because it's The Rock. <laughs> Contrary to what people may think, even though I'm on social media all the time, I don't actually know anything other than so, jiu-jitsu. I'm a huge fan of The Rock. And, and interracial porn. As a fan of energy drinks... I'm just going to tell you, this is the worst tasting energy drink I've ever I don't Wait, should we say that? Because The Rock, like if we tag The Rock, we could probably get some Fuck views. Him. I don't know if I want to say this is the worst. <laughs> hey, Rock, step up this game of ZOA. Honestly, though, Zoa. that's what people need to hear, though. If, if, if shit All right, I got lemon shit. lime. I will try another flavor, but the lemon lime is not the way to go. It has a really bad aftertaste. Lemon lime... Like in most cases, well, other than like freeze pops, don't you know, isn't really the way to go for me at least. But I, like I said, I'm a dumb, simple person, so who knows what the fuck I like. Um, let me one second here, put that cellular phone down. See, I feel shitty because I never ever pick up my phone during a podcast ever, and for some reason, I'm sitting there on my phone. Scrolling through messages. It's like, why am I looking at messages right now? So I'm boring you. That's why. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that beer bottle. It looks like a chubby. And it's not comforting, buddy. Like every time you lift it up to take a sip, it's like, Ugh. <laughs> like, what are you into? Just, like, get a can. I got, I still got a Bud Ice in there and a Modelo. I think that's the only beer I have is one in one. But yeah, either way. But yeah. Um, that's my guilty pleasure porn. And I'm um, listening to like pop music. I love pop music. All right. Lots of pop music. Like Kelly Clarkson, Natasha Benefield. Dang. What? I mean, that makes me rethink. I don't, I don't think know drinking if I have is... too many guilty pleasures. Like something that you do. I mean, I've that... watched porn for sure. Like, and that's the thing about a guilty pleasure. It's like something that you do or you like, but you aren't comfortable sharing, which then makes it that much more awkward because it's like, ugh, I don't know if I want to share that. Me, I'm open book. So I'm not going to always tell everything, but if you ask me, I will always tell. I mean, I'm definitely into some things that people wouldn't be into, but I don't think it's that weird. It doesn't have to be weird. I don't think pop music guilty is weird. Pleasure. All right, I got. I do have a guilty pleasure. I guess it's a little. It, it's not even that bad at all. But it doesn't have to be bad. I mean, TikTok. Okay, that, that's. I think that's one. That's a legitimate. By. Like I've heard plenty of people I say that's a guilty pleasure. Entirely too much time on it for sure. I honestly. It's entertaining. <laughs> I I have a BJJ Wiki TikTok. I've never used it. Like I just I don't know what to do there. Um. I will say this, though. There's a 
one of those TikTok challenges called the uh, Bugs Bunny Bugs Bunny Challenge. I haven't seen that. Go to Instagram and check that shit out because I know it pops up there. It, it's it's one of my favorite things. Like, as a matter of fact, I think we need Adios Pantalones TikTok. We'll, we'll be right back. All right, so that starts back up right there. So so yeah, that's what that was. Um, I'm so a fan. I, I I'm agree. I'm a fan. So should that be both of our guilty pleasures now? Oh, that's not. I, I'm not guilty about that. Like, there's no guilt okay. to that. So we are a fan of the. You call it? It's the Bugs Bunny Challenge. Yeah, I don't know if that's really what it's called, but that's what I see it under. If anyone wants to do the Bugs Bunny Challenge, um, hashtag Adios Pantalones, so we see it. You know. Yeah, all three of the people that are listening to this right now. Nah, we're going big. Okay. Like we will eventually. Actually, episode one. Hey, what if the three girls? Actually, listen, episode one for like any podcast I've done always goes like, like through the roof. It's episode two, three, four, and five that <laughs> like, he never recovers. <laughs> They're like, we're not showing back up for this guy. We'll get it. Um, oh no, I'm, I'm confident that we will. Like, trust me, I got this. We're gonna be the Bitcoin of podcasts. Um, all right, but. But yeah, so yeah, basically guilty pleasure is just some shit that you like that, you know, you ain't got to necessarily feel embarrassed about it, but it's one of those Not embarrassed, like, but yeah, at this point. It's just that thing where it's like most people would like say, oh, really? I would have never guessed that. I guess my guilty pleasure isn't one of those ones people wouldn't guess. <laughs> like, that guy looks like he likes porn. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at him walk around the mall. Mm-hmm. He probably like interracial porn, too. But I like any interracial porn. I don't care. It doesn't have to be black dude, white chick. It could be fucking Asian dude, black chick. I, like, I don't care. I just like seeing things mixed up. It's fucking confusing to me. Because I'm always like, like, how does, because, because, so when I watch porn, and I'm a weirdo about it, because I'm looking at shit in the background. I'm like looking at posters on the wall. Like, I'm listening to like, if they got the TV on, I'm trying to listen to what they watching. If they got right, music yeah. on, I'm like, oh, what's, oh, shit. Oh, all right, you rocking to that song today. So I, I started getting involved. Like, you are a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I own that, though. This could be edited out, but it reminds me of a funny story. It's not. Years ago, me and my ex had to sleep over at your house. It was late, and she lived in D.C. We wouldn't have made the train. We had to take the metro back then. Mm. So we slept Excuse over me. your house, and you gave us the remote to watch TV. We accidentally hit play on the VCR. We didn't know. So we have a porn on TV. <laughs> and both of us are kind of panicking because we think we turned that on, the TV, ourselves. We didn't know we put play on the VCR. And then what was hilarious is you walk out. You kind of glanced at us. You looked at the TV and were like, oh, whoops. <laughs> And then we realized, like, oh, it wasn't us. <laughs> What's funny is that you just casually, like, whoops, took it out and, like. <laughs> like, I think about things, like, in general, like, overall. Because I've always said this, like, I'm not embarrassed by stuff. Like, because I just, I mean, I, and I get it. I understand, you know, the sensation of feeling of embarrassment. But that wasn't that embarrassing. I mean, we we were a I little think bit for most people that would be embarrassing. Right. Like but to me, it, it was kind of funny is that we felt like we accidentally turned it on, of like we didn't realize it was a video because you had the TV VCR combination. 
So we thought yeah. we turned it on, and you walk out, and we're like, uh, we're not trying to watch this. <laughs> like, with stuff like, you know, like, I don't know if you remember when Madonna was, like, breaking onto the scene, and uh, college picture, like, naked art pictures came out of her, was in Playboy, and then she's on the interview on MTV, and they ask her about it, and she goes, so what? That's how I handle, like, any, like, embarrassing situation. I was like, people, like you know, say something weird about me. I was like, okay. And like, I think somebody tried to like, like make me feel silly about like watching something or like a movie or something recently. And I was like, okay. And like, so am I supposed to feel bad? Cause you, you're a shitty human. And then also I like to always remind people, I was like, okay, that's the case, but I can still fuck you up. Like, so, uh, eh, eh, eh. and then, and then it gets quiet. And I don't know, I probably can't fuck them up. But I tell them I can. And that's half the battle right there. He tells them I'll fuck you up. And they're like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> or they'll go, do it. And I'm like, no, can't back down now. Hit them with a bottle and <laughs> go from there. Usually if you hit someone with a bottle, you won. Usually. Usually. Um, I haven't. I haven't hit Just anyone don't with miss. a bottle. <laughs> like, well, that's kind of the whole point of hitting them, though. I've never hit anyone with a bottle. I don't plan on it. So, um, it just doesn't seem practical to me. Because I feel like if I hit someone with a bottle, I've got to like catch them off guard. I can't just be standing face to face, hit them with a bottle and expect them to go out. They're going to have a headache and then they're probably going to get really mad. Hopefully they're disoriented and I could, you know, kind of fuck them up from there. But I'd rather just throw whatever's in the bottle in their eye. <laughs> that That's more beneficial to me. So... Um, anyhow, moving along. This is our first podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Sort of. We had a point five. That was a real test. Well, you don't have to tell people it's our first podcast because they're going to know. Yeah, but you can just Cause gonna it say out. episode one. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, ultimately what we're doing with this show is we're just having fun. Steve and I have been friends since 1992, um, so 29, oh, 29 years. So, and, and yeah, I know there are people that have been friends with other people for fucking longer. Yeah, fucking go go get a room, you fucking prick. Doesn't matter. We've been friends for fucking 29 years, and, you know, we, we were like, you know what? Let's do a show together. Let's have fun. Let's yeah, make it fun. all about fun. There's no real theme. We'll have some segments. We'll have some regular stuff. It'll probably grow and evolve. We'll get better as we go. Dante is the pro more so than me. Not no pro. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm real new. <laughs> I mean, all it is is talking. Yeah. Just, just talk. But I think we'll have good ideas, and I think the more we do it, we're going to put on a great show for everyone. See, Should we say how we met? I don't say Minus stuff like that because then people expect me to be great. I'm just gonna be, look. I'm just All here. Right. This is going to be the worst fucking podcast. Fucking relax. Ever. Like, look. I'm just here. We're just fucking here to have fun. If you fucking like it, you'll like it. If you don't, eh. It's yeah, that, we gotta set not, stuff up so we could be like every everyone. podcast. But like, make sure you subscribe. See, I feel like that's always a weird thing when people like when I listen to podcasts. I'm like, make sure you, make sure you subscribe. It's like, well, I'm listening, so I'm probably already subscribed. Like, that's why on Off The Mats, though, what I do is I tell people to subscribe to other shows. 
because I'm a helper. I like to look out for my friends. So instead of, you know, boost my own shit, which sucks because I have merchandise. If you haven't recognized the BJJ Wiki sweatshirt I'm rocking. I did. It looks good. Um, Everyone buy it. Like, I can't promote my own shit, though. I have a very, very hard time. Yeah, I do it. Promoting All right, I'll shit. promote it. So, but I think what, what gets gets to me a little bit is I promote tons of people on BJJ Wiki's Instagram. And then I don't get the love back. There are a few people that are definitely, you know, in my corner and I appreciate y'all. But there are some people like I'll, I'll repost them all the time. Then once I start putting myself, I was like, and I think what it might be is like, oh, that's competition. We're not going to repost them. But the thing is, I repost a lot of people that are doing the same things that I'm doing because it's not a competition to me. It's, you know, let's, let's all grow. Let's all work together. There's enough people out there listening. The fucked up thing is on Instagram, I'm one of the ones with the bigger followings. And the people that I'm helping, you know, they have smaller. So maybe they think, oh, well, we don't have enough followers. So no one's going to, you know, he doesn't need help. Like, bullshit. I need all the help. Yeah. Well, I think I think we can boost this for sure. I have some plans. Well, share the plans. <laughs> like, well, I mean, we will. I, I will. Well, no, I'm not saying here. Early. I'm just talking about in general. Of course. Oh. Um, which, I mean, I'm not worried about, like, I'm not talking about I can't boost this. Like, no, I can make this happen. I mean. I, I think we, we'll get it. Like, all the, like, like, putting things out there and making it grow. Like, <laughs> that sounds weird. Um, isn't a problem. Are you a grower or a shower? Uh, was it? Um, wait, what, was wait, that really one? the term? Grower or shower? Yeah, I, I don't remember which I one. I know what it means, but... I think shower is like you pull your pants down, your dick is already like huge and it's not going to get well, much bigger. The, you know the stereotype of that. I don't know the stereotype. I'm more likely to be a grower and you're more likely to be a shower. Oh, no, I'm a grower. Like, I, I, like I walk around and knock lamps over and shit, but... But I mean, I mean, it's if I pull my pants down right now, it's like, dude, look at that cute pinky. I think that meaning right is shower... There's less growth. Correct. <laughs> There's already some like you, size. You're, you're pretty much at your peak. Right. You're going to probably get maybe a decimeter more. I feel like that would suck. Whoops. Sorry. Just hit the microphone. Um, I guess. I don't know. I mean, as long grower, as it gets... grower, though, but, I mean, you could be like, Because huh? they're probably going to be the same size. I mean, as long as you get the job done. That, 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 right. That, that, that's... That's always my philosophy with everything. Are you there to accomplish your goal? Yes? All right. Then <laughs> get it done, bitch. Versus, well, what uh, uh, is the real goal? <laughs> my goal is to get off. Right. So <laughs> who cares? I don't know about anybody else's goal. And my goal will be accomplished no matter the size. Right. Like it, it, Size it, doesn't matter to like, us. <laughs> like if I'm three inches and I'm like, yeah, hey, as long as I get where I need to be. I have seen some things, though, of like. I don't look, dude. I don't want to know what your porn no. selections are. No, I'm just saying finger length. I have plenty of lesbian. No friends. one has eight inch fingers. <laughs> hmm. You don't know the right friends. <laughs> well, apparently, your friends with ET. <laughs> yeah, got a lot of lesbian friends. They got eight inch fingers. Hmm. Well, you know. I don't think it needs to be that deep. They 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 work them out. They do exercises. <laughs> 
I feel like that's about speed a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. As long as it gets where it needs to go. <laughs> oh, boy. This probably get edited out. Pro- nope, probably not. <laughs> I'm, well, doing, we're... I'm, I'm doing as little editing as possible. Only thing I'm going to edit out is, like, any hiccups or, like, so, like long pauses of time. Or my cell phone going off. Party foul. Or me burping in the middle of the show. I think burps are going to happen. Yeah, I'll edit all this out because I'm reading and Steve. So this is where Steve definitely drops the ball because as a co-host, this is where you pick up the slack because I'm going to be reading. Like, not really because she only wrote five words. <laughs> Who texted you? But I got, it's my wife. Is she here? No, she fucking works at night, dickhead. I didn't know if Sunday night, too. No, she works six nights a week. Well, now she's uh, doing five. But nah, she works, what, right now, Sunday through Thursday night. And then Friday and Saturday night, she's off. Typically, she's off Saturday nights. Typically. In which case, we sit together, we catch up on old TV shows and, and movies. And there's your segue. I mean, you talking about Sarah just reminds me of a moment that I was with both of you at the bar, and Sarah wanted to order a nightcap. Also, Sarah grew up sheltered, so she probably had only been to the bar twice. I just remember when she said nightcap, though. We all looked at each other like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Definitely goofy, goofy times. Like back then, I definitely was like, "What the fuck?" No, I mean, like, it's okay. unique though. I kind of like it. No, it's but dumb. It was it's, just it threw everyone off because we've never heard anyone say that. It's dumb as shit. But back then, I was like, "Dude, yeah, it's dumb as shit." Now I'm like, "Okay, that's weird." <laughs> like, I think what, we like, all looked at each other like, "What? What's a nightcap?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the fuck's a nightcap?" <laughs> I remember we went to. It wasn't Dave and Buster's yet. Whatever Dave and Buster's used to be was it Jillian's? Jillian's? Yep, and. She asked me to order her a virgin Shirley Temple. So I never ordered a Shirley Temple in my life. So I didn't know what the fuck that was. So I went up and asked for a virgin Shirley Temple. And when I found out what it was like, I could have just said, give me a Shirley Temple. I have to call it virgin. But I don't think she knew that either. Um, But, you know, we're all young kids. So we're dumb. Like, I'm still dumb. Yeah. Either way, I, I don't remember too many things from that place. I, 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 there's not too many times I was sober there. My work, we had a Christmas party there, which the thing that sucks about going to a Christmas party after having worked at a previous job we worked at together, those Christmas parties, and then you go to a Christmas party with another company, it's just, it, it's fucking night and day. And my current job, our Christmas party, like, I'd only been working there for maybe three weeks no no but five weeks i was working at five weeks so i go to a christmas party and they're like um it's cash bar i was like hmm i'm not into that (laughs) you know there's food there which was cool but i you know like the parties we've gone to is like was there ever food at any of the christmas i mean there was food but it wasn't like we didn't notice yeah, like most of the times we're already I, I trash when we got there. this would be a funny story. So a previous place we worked at. I mean, until I was was done with my story, it'll be a 
funny story, but let me fucking finish. Um, but no, I went to uh, where I work now. I went to their Christmas party, and I remember going in there like cash bar. It sucks, but I made the I made the most of it because they had a, a UFC card on the big screen in there. So I was like, all right, cool. I didn't know a fucking soul in there other than our district manager, which sucked because I want to fight that dude. Um, not at the time. He was cool. Although I got into an argument with him um, in my interview. Like, it, it was a hard argument because it was about the situation that ended where we used to work together and explaining that. It was like, well, you shouldn't have gotten involved. It was like, fuck you. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I went into my defense and he was like, yeah, but you shouldn't have gotten involved. It was like, and again, fuck you. And each time I said it, well, I said fuck you once. I didn't say it twice. I was like, you know, the second time I was like, okay, well, I said something to the effect of like, yeah, well, that's where we differ. Some shit like that. Um, But each time I said something just that went against them, I just kept thinking, boy, am I not going to get hired today? I got hired. Fucking charismatic as fuck, son. But I got to the Christmas party and I decided, you know what? Let's just make the best of it. Started buying drinks. I, I won a gift card. <laughs> so I, I activated the gift card immediately and started buying more drinks. I was like, fuck this. Like, y'all about to get to know me today. Um, but it, it, it couldn't do it the old style with the photo booth and just sit there and make friends with people all night. Like, I had to, like, mosey around, a.k.a. stumble from table to table. I still don't know who these people were. But, I mean, you know. Half of them aren't here anymore. You know, they don't work the company no way. Um, but the other half, like, we're friends like a couple of us. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you're fucking weird. Like, yeah, well, tell me something <laughs> I don't know. My grandma told me that. My grandma also said I was charismatic, so fuck you. Because she had to. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Grandma's 91. I don't even think she knows what, what her name is. <laughs> Actually, my 91-year-old grandma is fucking sharp as a tack. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, since I've known her, I don't even feel like she's aged. <laughs> no, I mean... The last time I saw her... She's 91, very active. Um, my, maybe my grandfather just stopped running around the fucking lake a couple years back because of his back. Um, I don't know. My grandparents are fucking cool as shit. So, there's that. Just thinking of the funny story, though, of the place we previously worked together, is that me and you had never experienced open bar till then. At least I haven't. I never. So I'll never forget our first event was me and you went to the bartender and was, I probably ordered a beer first time. And then it was just like, oh, I, everything's I free. Yeah. And then I, I no, did. No, no, no. We, we, I we, ordered a Jack and Coke. Right, okay. I, I but we, we ordered right normal drinks at first. But then, literally, we both kind of looked at each other and we're like whispering, like, "I mean, this doesn't mean we could just do whatever we want." And we're like, "I don't know," because we never experienced it. And we literally we ordered, I think it was blonde headed slut. So it was a no, some kind of so mixed. We, shot. No, we ordered that, but there was a step missed in there. So we sat at the table with someone's parents. We had our drinks. We we're the only ones with alcohol at the table. We look over and we see our entire team at the bar taking shots together. And then that's when it clicked. As a matter of fact, I think that's 
like we might have said something. We might have said it to each other. I don't know if we said it to. I, I do remember though us going to the bartender and asking. We did a so, shot. Yeah, we did and ask. I do remember. I think it was you, just or it was me, one of us saying like, "Does this mean we can just do it back to back to back? Like, yeah, we could just keep that. going." And we're like, "He's like, y'all could do whatever you want." <laughs> so I know. We, so we, we literally did. I mean, once we did it. Once we got our first, it was a mixed, it wasn't a pure like liquor shot. I no, think it was, it was like it was a blind head. It was a blind head slot. Is we did like seven in a row right away. Then our manager comes over, like, what are y'all doing? We're like, we're doing this. Well, where's mine? Okay. Then slowly people started joining us. Um, I know. And then the, suddenly we're ordering it for like our whole team. At our table, we initially though kind of like went back and forth, like because we realized where we were. It was like this is the fucking pits, <laughs> like this shit sucks. And we got up, mosey over. I remember they were doing like announcements or like a speech in the front, and we're still standing at the bar. I think just... I want a gift card there too. But we were still just standing. We stood at that bar for a while once we heard we could just do back to back. Well, there was one of the. Um, later Christmas parties, not the, the first Christmas party. We just, uh, I remember I walked in and ordered two Jack and Cokes. Cause that I, was the most insane. Cause I was in, I, like, I, I knew now what the deal was. Walked in, I need two Jack and Cokes. Where's your bathroom? Went to the bathroom. Okay, oh, I said two Jack and Cokes, super size. Surprisingly, they knew what the fuck I meant though. I came back, there are two 12 ounce uh, Pilsners, Jack and Cokes. I was like, holy shit. No, mind you, we had already eaten God knows how many Jello shots on the way up. Oh yeah, and we're drinking and we'd beers. We've only been at this place for months. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you started in May. I started in June. Yeah. It, it, yep. Um. So we'd only been there months. And yeah, the first Christmas party though, again, it was a, they rented out a whole lounge, an open bar on air, like three different floors. I know we both had fun. I think the funniest thing about that one was how many photo booth pictures we took because I didn't realize. Like, we literally took, like, 100 pictures. We were in everyone's <laughs> photo booth shop because at one point we wouldn't leave the photo booth. So people ended up taking pictures with us because... And they got wilder and wilder. <laughs> so there was, like, um, a random... Not, like, a photo booth picture, but, like, a picture of... Um, a then co-worker, well, she's still a co-worker, friend, still like a current friend of ours. Um, and I remember she posted it on Facebook and I had a comment. I was like, holy shit, you were there? And then I look at the photo booth pictures. There's like tons of pictures of me, you, her, and, and I, Honey I do Mustard. remember the next day of like completely not realizing we did so many pictures. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, dude. Like what the fuck? Like, I think we took pictures of every single person. <laughs> no, no, we did. That that's that is an absolute fact. Uh, but just you know, my favorite picture of that night though is still when it was just me and you in the photo booth. We're clearly neither one of us are balanced. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that those are like my only experiences at Jillian's and Dave and Buster's is like getting shit faced and not remembering why I'm there. Although now that I really think about it, I should have took my daughter there for her birthday. Jillian's maybe during the day. Dick, yeah, yeah, <laughs> dickhead. Yeah, I'm gonna take her there at ten o'clock at night. No, she's asleep. 
Like she wouldn't have energy. No, I mean you want to take her when it opens the bar. Oh well, I didn't really think that through. I was just thinking she'd be tired. <laughs> um, well, no, because we went, we did monster mini golf for her birthday. And Fun place. It it so with COVID restrictions and everything, there are like specific rules, and I'm fine with the rules. Basically, if there's a group in front of you, so if I'm at hole one, obviously wait for them to go. Um, but I can't start until they start on hole three. So that way we're staggered. And we were, we're keeping a decent pace. I think we're at whole... Sarah says it was much further. I thought it was only four. Whole four. Um, another group ends up behind us with a lot of people. And they're just trying to speed through. So now they're like... Basically, as we're finishing up, like, they're yeah, already they're like, te- like lining up their tee shots. The, the few times I've played golf, I've experienced that. Because I'm not a golf player, so... Mm-hmm. I'm probably even the weak link of the few times I played. And the group behind you gets real annoyed looking at you like, fuck them. Come on. No, fuck them. <laughs> like, that's always my thing. It's like, I'm doing something. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how are you supposed to start? Or especially in your situation, it's a kid. <laughs> yeah. Kid's like, not going to be hitting hole in ones. <laughs> I, I was pretty much, I mean, I was hitting everything on a second shot, surprisingly. This is the best I've ever done at mini golf. I Usually with mini golf, I'm like, I'm at the limit where they're like, "Okay, you gotta go. You're not. You're 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 not gonna make the shot, sir. Just go." <laughs> like this one, I take the first shot to get me set up, and it's like, "Ah, oh, I just missed a hole in one." All right, well, fuck it. Let's take this eagle, and then move on. I think the first four or five holes that was the case, and everything else was would have been, you know, on the third shot. But uh, like, I think. Next year, we'll probably take her to the fucking Dave and Buster's. I'm going to be honest. I don't fucking like kid birthday parties. Like, even for my own kid. Because I don't like other people's kids. Like, But not only that, I don't like other people and their kids. <laughs> you know, it's like... And, and I'm sure people feel that way with me, too. Fuck them. I don't care. Like, I don't like you either. But my whole point is, is like, if, you know, little Nathan is being a shit... Take care of little Nathan. Because if little Sophie's being a shit, I'm going to handle little Sophie. She's not allowed to be a little shit. She's allowed to be a kid, but don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful. Like, it's funny because, like, people in the neighborhood, like, she'll come and say, excuse me, dad. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so well-mannered. And like, this little fucking kid is a fucking terrorist. She runs around this house and fucking terrorizes us all the fucking time. Like, <laughs> all the time. She's a sweetheart to other Sophie people. Sophie looks very innocent. No, she's a monster. <laughs> she's a little fucking monster. Like, I honestly wanted to be like, hey, wait up, you know, Uncle Stevie's coming through, he's got a gift for you, but no. Because then she'd be down here fucking knocking shit over. Like, she wouldn't knock over an action figure. She knows, like, that's where we, we actually, like, we will square up. But she'll come down here, knock over that table, probably like climbing up the lamppost. So she sounds like a mini you. Like, she, like, she's just a fucking monster. I was like, but you know, then she'll start singing. Then she'll come over and take your microphone and just starts talking. It's like, like you weren't even invited to the conversation, little one. <laughs> she'll just come over, but like she does crack me up when I first got the microphone set. She sits down, puts the headphones on. You would think that she, she's listened to radio shows before because she was like, the voice inflection was like changing at certain points, and like it was like she's a natural. Like performer, say like, okay. Well, guess what? You're not going to Hollywood. <laughs> this shit is disastrous. Like, 
not send my kids to Hollywood, but you know, she gets older, she's like, Hey, I want to do a podcast or a radio show. It's like, all right, join the club. There's 5 million already. There's 1.9 million podcasts. Yeah. I've heard something recently of like, there's more podcasters than there are like Bitcoins or something. Like it was a joke, but I mean, just saying about how many podcasters. That's why I'm always like, if I get, if, even if I get 10 listens, I get way more than that. But you know, even if I get 10 listens, you know, I'm not bragging, Humble, but I am. Some might brag, but not me. I got 12 listeners. (laughs) But, you know, anytime I, you know, get any kind of listener, I'm, like, appreciative because there's so many options out there. And you're choosing me? Like, cool, thanks. Like, I think the year-end, like, little Spotify thing, people are, like, posting, like, hey, off the mats, you know, you're, like, my top three. I'm like, dude, that's, I really fucking appreciate that. Thank you. Because I wouldn't listen to my podcast. (laughs) Like, that's just... Do the it's not that it's bad, it's just like well, I have to listen to it for editing. But I don't know. Like I I don't like shit that I do. Well yeah, I mean I don't like, know if I want to listen to myself. Like I love to cook, but I don't eat what I cook. But part of it is because I'm sick of like fucking with it at that point. Like I don't know I don't think you've ever come over when I made like a big meal. Like I've no, made like I, only on the grill. Like, like I'm I'm trash on the grill, but like in the kitchen, surprisingly, like, my brother was amazing on the grill today. It just took him four hours for some reason, mm-hmm. but um, he looks the cut. Yeah, time. I've only had I've only had grill food from you. Um, it's like I've had like not like dinner parties, but I've had like occasions where like I'll make like any type of fucking things, like Italian dishes, Mexican dishes, and just. I put like a lot of effort into. I love the bake, like it, like if we're going back to guilty pleasures, baking is that. Go. I love the bake. I think the one thing I can make good is I've experimented in making my own pizza, dough like, from scratch. Well, I mean, we obviously fucking work but... at a fucking pizza <laughs> shop. Yeah, that's that's what I would do here too. I, I did think of something real quick while we were talking of the Jillians. Do you remember you took me to Jillian's when I had broken up with an ex? I think it was my first ever girlfriend. So, which was kind of older than usual. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but we went there on like maybe a Monday. There's nobody there. Like, literally, we're the only, I don't know if you remember, there's a bowling alley and there's a bar. Me and you were the only people at the bar. And we, the bartender, I think, got annoyed with us because it was just us two. And we were. They can't beat me. No, I think it was because we were ordering so much for just two people (laughs) that I don't know if you remember this. He gives us a triple shot of vodka and said, Y'all are good. (laughs) I don't remember this, but that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You don't remember, trust me. It's funny. I don't remember so a lot of shit. We from did that, place. that, and it's amazing we didn't get kicked out of Jillian's, but I think it's because we're the only ones there. We were at the bowling alley. I rolled a ball down the hallway, and you were just giggling, laughing about it. Don't remember this. We walked to the car. I mean, our, our ride was picking us up. No, I drove. Our ride was picking us up. Wink. 
We saw a lot of police officers outside. You go like this in front of them. I'm good. Wait. (laughs) We just edit if we need to. You go, I'm good to drive. You literally run as fast as you can in a straight line on the lines. Like, see, I'm good. (laughs) Right in front of them. I'm like, no, you did do it perfect, but you weren't good. (laughs) I was good. Because first thing we do when we go into the car driving home is we're giggling like crazy. As you just coast through a red light. And you're like, I think that light was red. <laughs> I remember none of this, but I was obviously okay to drive. <laughs> Clearly, we made it home. We were fine. Yeah, duh. We didn't even have to call Sarah that night or nothing. No, yeah, I mean, you know me. Definitely I mean, better like, than usual. <laughs> times I've gotten into an accident while driving. At least three times sober. You know how I many times drunk? Zero. No. That's not that I'm advocating drunk driving. I might edit that out. Yeah. The not advocating drunk driving part. I'm going to probably leave all the rest of that in. Um, Like throwing a few words. (laughs) Yo, um, comic book shop that I go to in Annapolis, they got an old Dirty Bastard action figures. I got to hop down there. I see um, like Everlast collects action figures. and He's got like rapper ones. Those are kind of cool. I've never seen them besides him. Um. He has a lot of like ghost face killer ones. I haven't seen an ODB one. Yeah, you've been sleeping, son. Someone made one of him that was pretty cool. There, there's like the, an old one. The and then 33 there's a new one now. Larry Bird jersey. They, that was pretty cool. And then him going like this. Um, but yeah, the, that would be something I'm interested in collecting. I got to pee real quick. That part would be it. Don't stomp that. up the stairs. Nope. Because my kid's asleep. And don't fucking fall down the stairs either. I fell down the stairs the other night, or the other morning. This shit was embarrassing. I was carrying my gym bag. So, um, just don't fucking fall down the stairs. But either way, you didn't. I did. I have. And that's just how it goes. Um, stairs are dangerous. Fuck stairs. Like, I <laughs> felt I, I was actually, I fell down the stairs while carrying Sophie once. Oh, shit. Like, no, well, I mean, because I'm a martial artist, so I know how to fall. Like, I had slipped. And I basically like clutched her and like um, tucked my chin and slid down the stairs. Uh, it was the basement stairs. Just slid down. I was like, oh, oh well. She didn't flinch. She was like, oh, cool. <laughs> my dad cares, which I do. Like, like, you know, but it was more like, hey, we're on the ride. He cares about me. Like, hmm, I guess. Or she saw me fall the other morning. I was like, dad, are you okay? I was like, yeah, Mari, baby. Like, yeah, it's fine. Um, I only know of one instance of me falling down the steps, and Juan's Juan had a joint. What would you call it? What's what's the party before a wedding kind of? Not the wedding. Like the rehearsal dinner. Oh yeah, the rehearsal dinner. And then his brother's uh, anniversary. It was kind of like a joint party, and they rented a bar in D.C., which was pretty cool. But it was a three-floor, like you know, those old-school townhouses into a bar. And I didn't eat a thing. I don't like to eat when I drink, to be honest, which is a bad combination. No, it's excellent. So open bars. And I don't know what happened, but I've heard from multiple people that I basically flipped down the steps. (laughs) But got up as if nothing happened and played it off. Um, I mean, I've fallen down the stairs here more times than I need to remember, so... 
Anyhow, let, let's get the fuck out of falling down the stairs because I don't want to relive any more of those. I'm going to probably fall down the stairs tomorrow. So it happens once a week. I can tell you that much. So, um, but anyhow, normally with, with our show, we're going to do a few different segments here. Uh, we'll have some music eventually. Uh, but right now, um, we're going to jump into, uh, uh, movies because we like movies. Movie of the week. Yeah. The movie of the week. So this Um, won't be necessarily a current movie, just a movie of the week that we like or dislike. Could be anything. I prefer just to do a fucking movie that you just fucking watch and okay. talk about you it. You want to go first, or you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you actually introduced the ideal to me okay. before we start recording. Go ahead and talk because you're super excited so about a it. Movie that I recently watched. You're like dry humping my leg so much that you're so excited. Is Taxi Driver? I've watched it before, but I wanted to watch it again. It's a classic movie. A lot of people consider it. A one of Robert De Niro's best movies. Are you familiar with the movie? I own it. Okay. So. Oh, no. Just because some, I own it doesn't so, mean I've things, seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, some things stand out. One is that it's a different performance from Robert De Niro because he often plays a mafia type guy and does the same little mannerisms, well, speaks the same. Up and to Taxi that point. Taxi Driver, he doesn't. Well, up to that point, though. He's a, he's a obviously younger guy. Up to that point, he was only really known for Godfather and Dog Day Afternoon. Right. The thing with Taxi Driver that I, it, it, I again, it's an old movie, so it doesn't age perfectly well. <laughs> Definitely moves very fast at the end of like, it's very slow build up to the end. There's a lot of breakdowns of some music that's kind of seems unnecessary that makes it drag out at the beginning. But the one thing that stands out to me is it, it's a little similar to Fight Club in that I feel like, which Fight Club is one of my favorite movies. I think it's one of your favorite movies. Is Don't that assume. It's, it's a guy kind of bored and it feels like he has no purpose in his life. Me every like day. he's a single guy. He tries to like hit on a girl he feels in love with. She kind of rejects him. And I feel like he just feels like there's no real purpose to his life. He's a taxi driver. He drives at night and just becomes bored. That's a lot of people. Right. And, I mean, eventually he turns into kind of like a vigilante. And it, there, you know what it did make me think of? Is that the movie Joker with Joaquin Phoenix well, was slightly th- influenced by Taxi Driver. Yeah, it absolutely, it absolutely was. Like, th- that's been noted as fact. So I didn't even know that, but that's what I saw. Of like, yeah. It really reminded me of that. It's a great movie. I don't particularly think it ages as well as some other movies. Mm. Um, well, but so I with, think it's a so brilliant with, with that statement, though. Because that that's been some, a discussion I've been having with people lately, with movies aging. Like, what do you mean by that, though? So, in, in your opinion, yeah, I, I can tell you what I mean. So, I think to be honest, with our where we are at now, is I think almost everyone has an attention span problem. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of slow parts where it breaks down into like some music, some slow slacks saxophone breakdowns that are kind of on it would seem unnecessary to a movie today and it really drags it out of like i mean it's like a good 
two minutes of a saxophone playing and you're just watching a car drive. So, okay, like, like have you have you ever seen a bullet with Steve McQueen? Yes. It's like that first 15, 20 minutes, there's like no talking. It's just, the movie's just going. It, there's an art form to that. I, I, I love that kind of shit about movies. Um, but... I, it, when I think about movies, when I say they don't age well, and this is just me, um, or don't hold up, it's like if I watch that movie today, discounting certain technological things and whatnot, could I look at that movie as a period piece? Like, oh, that movie was made a couple years ago, but it's just about, you know, the 1970s or 60s. Or, you know, like if we look at a movie like... Um, let me think. What's a movie from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I know it's a time travel movie. It's a goofy movie. It didn't age well. It's fucking horrible. I still enjoy it because it's still shitty, but I still enjoy it. But then you take a movie like another Scorsese flick, Casino. I could watch Casino today. I could watch Casino 20 years ago. No matter when I watch that movie, it still feels like it, it's it, Goodfellas is another Scorsese. Good, Goodfellas, I feel like he does extremely well. Goodfellas, is but an I think amazing with movie. those movies though, they're period pieces. Even Casino, I think ages and, and Taxi Driver is a great movie still. I just think it's a little bit slow. Yeah, when you're watching it now. Well, I, I get what you're saying with that because yeah, people today don't have an attention span worth a shit. So because that's. Um, if anyone has listened, if you've ever listened to any of the off the mat um, uh, episodes about WandaVision or anything like that, a thing that I noticed with that, and I've always said it, people are spoiled by TV now, where if you watch a TV show or a movie, they tell you the ending pretty early on. So when WandaVision happened, and it was really weird, and people were like, I don't get it. Like after two episodes, everybody was checking out. It was like, oh my god, this movie or this show sucks. I don't get it. But they're so used to having like Avenger style movies that start off with action and and they need their senses stimulated. It's like grow the fuck up. Like learn how to be patient. Um, so I get what you're saying with that. People today, like if if you show that fucking movie to a 25 year old today, they're like, oh my god, this movie sucks. Yeah, they probably fall asleep. Um, like, dummies. But that's it, that's I mean, a meant to offend movie. any twenty five year olds that are listening to this. I I do kind of re- just like the fact of um, you know it's just like a lost person who feels like he needs a purpose, mm-hmm. and he like I said he tries to find a relationship that doesn't work out. He lives in a shitty apartment. He does a shitty job, and it's just repeat. Over and over, and eventually he becomes a vigilante. So, I, I actually say that to my therapist. No, I do. I no, tell him it's like I, it's uh, wake up, go to work. Yeah, in history, yeah. We, I mean, we've come such a long way as a in the history of the world as humans, but there was always some great war, and that's one of the reasons I like Fight Club. They always talk about is like, you know, all the great wars have already happened. Really, of like. Yeah. So people feel like they don't have a purpose. It's weird because, I mean, it's, you know, I make it very clear. I do jujitsu and that's part of doing jujitsu. It's just like, give me a purpose. Give me something to do. Like, 
the, you know, because when we used to play basketball, that was fun. It was wrecking havoc on my body. Jiu-Jitsu was doing that shit to my body now, too. Everything hurts. But, like, basketball, it, but there was no gain. Like, okay, I'm good at basketball. I'm not going pro. But that was like, you know, our, our you know, we go to work, we come home. Every Tuesday, go play basketball. It's like, I need a purpose, need a purpose. Yeah, I think, though, like, that that feeling of bonding as a team and then winning. Like, the but, competition. But even with that, because we're playing pickup, it's not even like, you know, there's, like, a team. It's like, there's friendships, for sure. There's com- camaraderie, com- you know, that word. I it can't was almost say like that, that was our war back then. And, and a little... That was our war back then. A little bit on edible. Um... And, and no, I I agree. Well, I mean, but also that's kind of a weird thing with our country. It's like, you know, there is no threat, and and that's what we see a lot of this bullshit on social media now. People like getting uppity about things. It's like, yeah, like you've never dealt with like hardship. And it and 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 don't get me wrong, hardship is different for everyone because. Um, there's an individual, we've discussed this person before, um, who dated a friend of ours. The The toughest thing that he's ever had to deal with was the breakup with that girl. Um, it, it, at least from what I understand, we're talking with him as he tells me about, you know, he would tell me about shit about his life and it's like, the toughest thing you ever had to deal with was like this breakup. And that's fucking weird. Cause to me, I had to deal with homelessness. I had to deal with adoption, foster care. I had to deal with, like, watching, like, fucking people killed in front of me. Well, not killed in front of me, but, like, walking past dead bodies. Like, dumb shit. And the toughest thing you've ever had to deal with was breaking up with a girl. And and the thing is, though, that was tough for him. That's not to say, you know, oh, bitch, you're a pussy. No, because that was tough. No, like, breakups are tough, but, yeah. Very. It, it does. I think both of us dealt with stuff in our past. I dealt with extreme alcoholism. Yeah. Maybe little physical abuse but more verbal abuse my entire life and it puts things in perspective though like it's weird it's weird it's some i think going through that stuff though does make you tough in certain ways it builds character for sure right. and but yeah i agree with you of like when this person complains about a particular problem it's like eh. Everyone's experienced that. <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. Like to be honest, yeah, so my my biggest breakup, I took it hard, and you know what helped me the most? My mom literally said, one day she's like, "Get over it." <laughs> oh. And for some reason, that was the best advice. It was like, "Oh yeah," because I can't get over it. There's nothing I can do but get over it. <laughs> That's the thing, though, too. That it's not the same for everyone. Um, and we're, we're actually talking about two different individuals, but same for that person too. Like, I I think it is, it is weird because it, everyone is different. Like we could say, get over it, but for someone, it ain't that easy. Um, it is someone, you know, that was their world. I mean, like I said, if my wife came home and said, Hey, we're done, I would say, okay. It would suck. And I want to know why. I've also been with this woman for 21 years. That's like a little under half of my life. 
And it's like, wow, that's fucking weird. Maybe it's more than half my life. No, it's under half my life. Okay, yeah. I can still break your ankle. Like, actual break your ankle, not like cross you up. Yeah, I was going to say, I can break your ankle. <laughs> I, 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 ain't, I ain't got no left hand. But, yeah, um, that, that shit's right only. He like, just got planned to the right, and he doesn't go left. No, I mean, <laughs> plan to the left. He refuses. <laughs> yeah, I would stand to your. This is going way off topic, but you force LaDon to go left, he's still not going left. He's going to run around you and still yeah, go right. I'll run through you. Um, I'll put my shoulders down and just say, fuck it. I'll take the charge. Um, but it, it's just, you know, one of those things where we all go through different things and we handle them differently. Um, like I said, my wife left me. It would be very difficult. The, the most difficult part of that would be more so my daughter. And, right. and, and dealing with that but and that's the thing we have to understand though in some of these situations you know there's other stuff underlying in there um and and granted for me that's not underlying that's on the surface but still i mean breakups feel devastating but yeah. at the same time the underlying thing is you have no choice but to try to get over it like, yes but but with that though hard. too you have to let them have their time for it um now that being said though even though everyone has a different, you know, level of what they've been through. It's like, I, for myself, when I see something like that, I understand and I respect it. But I also say to myself, I was like, look, dude, and I, you know, I don't say it out loud because I don't want to be the one up guy. You know, people have dealt with worse than you. No, you know, I don't want to be that guy. But it like when I'm going through something goofy, I do say to myself, there are people going through worse shit than you. Yep. So just fucking, you know what? You, 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 this is tough. You got to deal with it, but you know, deal with it at your own pace, too. Yep. Um, and I know people are listening to this like, you fucking guys are dumb, shut up. Yeah, probably, and you're right, but whatever. Um, but ultimately, I, I, I get it with that movie and Fight Club and Joker. It, they, they all are all in the same pocket where you do wonder, it's like, what's the fucking point? Like why? Why? Why am I doing this? Yeah, because people want to feel they're sacrificing themselves for a greater good. And if there's yeah. no great war going on, that was the Fight Club theme of like you're just working a nine to five for what? <laughs> there's no Ooh. purpose of advancing anything in mm-hmm. society. And then it's it questions a lot of things of like the stereotypical of like what you're supposed to do with life like you graduate school go to college you get married done you're supposed to do that but that's not for everyone yeah. um well that's the thing i always say with my daughter it's like if she doesn't want to go to college i'm i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna have her growing up under the idea like you have to go to college go to college if you're gonna do something that needs college if you want to be a psychologist you probably got to go to college you want to be a doctor you probably got to go to college but if you know there are tons of things you can do without going to college right. i mean hell we're homeschooling her so and, and there's like she's not even in that that system of like traditional schooling right now much more people today than there used to be in the past like that don't want kids and it is interesting like some people feel like the purpose of life is to pass down your bloodline like, mm-hmm. that's the point of, like, if you look at it animalistically. Which, yeah. Yeah, I've been drinking, so I couldn't say that word. Animalistically? <laughs> I've been drinking and taking drugs. 
<laughs> then I could say the word. So I'm just saying. So he needs um, more drugs. Um, but no, it, it ain't in, no, like but that is what some genetically. Think of it yeah, is. that's you know the thing. But also, we're an intelligent creature, supposedly. So right, and then there's more and more people, like especially females, that don't want kids, and they're like, they want to freaking travel the world and do all this other stuff. And that wasn't normal, though. I think when our parents so, were no, for sure. Aged. So what's funny is. I know a few people, a few females who don't want to have kids, and that's fine. That's cool. I mean, because it's your life. Do what you want to do. What I don't like, though, is when these people that I know that don't have kids and don't want to have kids start attacking people who do have kids. Yeah, yeah I think it's vice versa. Well, because it's like you said, we were talking about something earlier. It's like tribes. It's like, oh, well, you know, come join my team. Like, well, you're not on my team, you know, so I'm, I'm going to attack you. And it's like, look, man. For the people who don't want want kids, and then you start attacking people who do have kids, remember, you're one of those shitty kids that you're talking about. Like, you probably would have been better off swallowed. <laughs> so, before you start shitting yeah, on people yeah. who have kids and who want kids, fucking cool the fuck it's, out. It's strange to think about. It. It's like, we're only here a certain time, so it's like, what do you want to do? I think being a parent is fulfilling, but at the same time, I think it used to happen maybe where we're living longer now than in the past. It mm-hmm. used to happen too early. I agree. Like, you have a kid at 20, well, you just missed out on a lot of years when you were younger that you could have done a lot of things. I had a friend ask me recently, well, recently being like a year ago, two years ago, he asked me, um, being an older parent, how does that feel for you? And it was like it feels fine to me. It feels right for me. I feel like for me, you did it at the right time. So, and he he's in his mid thirties or early to mid thirties, and I told him I was like, look, I think, and this is just me thinking, and maybe this is just for me. I think one of the better times to have a kid is, you know, in your early to mid thirty, uh, not even early thirties, mid thirties. I feel like at that by that point you've gotten through all the the fuckery of your twenties, you started to kind of establish yourself and and you start setting life up. And, and, and that's I feel what, like twenties is terrible to be honest. I agree, I agree completely. Could you imagine? Like you see me in my twenties. Could you right. imagine me being a parent? And granted, I feel like we learned so many life lessons. We did so many experiences. So I also think though. You would have grown up faster if you had. Yeah, kid. I I don't think that I would have continued to be the person that I was. I think I would have. You would have changed. For yeah, sure. I would have changed to fit the needs. I would have gone through some growing pains. But in your life story, you also experienced a lot of stuff you wouldn't have experienced if you had a kid. Now I can't say being a parent now. And thinking back to that ideal, let's say, uh, my daughter was born when I was twenty-five. So experiences that I would have missed out on from 25 up to 35, it would have been filled with a different, uh, a different. thing. And, and that's I'm more than fine with that because um, as we were speaking off air, like I love my daughter, as anyone knows um, who, who may know me. But, you know, th- there's a fulfillment there with the kid, even though I joke and I say that little kid's a terrorist. She comes over, she knocks shit over and, you know, she, she'll take the microphones out of our hands and start talking. But, and, and that's more like me just like, in the, don't 
Don't get it twisted. I'm not a shitty parent where I let my kid just do whatever the fuck she wants because she knows the deal. She knows what time it is. You know, if, if she's it's bedtime and I hear her in there talking, I'll snap my finger. She says, sorry. She knows. She knows what's up. We've never hit her. Well, no. Let me rephrase that. I've, I, I tapped her leg once and I think Sarah smacked her hand once. But we we don't hit our kid. Um, but I think she's very much like me. She's super emotional. So if you tell her she's like, hey, we don't like that. That fucks with her because that fucks with me. So um, it's weird to think though. My mom had me a week after she turned eighteen, so she was never really an adult without a kid. Yeah, that's that. Same with my mom. My so mom like, had me when she was well. My mom had me when she basically was basically straight from high school to being a full time parent and having to work. <laughs> my mom had me uh, what nine days after she turned nineteen, and. And the, the weird thing about that, I have a colorful relationship with my mom. And I don't want to get into it right now because we're, we're pressing time. I want to talk about my fucking movie, too. Yeah. But um, <laughs> my mom, you know, we don't have the best of relationships. And there are times where I try to think about it. And it's like maybe I should cut her a little bit more slack considering her life and considering her age. But, you know. We'll get into it in a fur- uh, further down the road well, episode. We can have all types of episodes on parents. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've got you know, you know, the poster child parents out there for parenting of America. Um, <laughs> What's funny is our parents are both fucked up, but it's probably more common than not common in America. I think more people <laughs> don't want to because so many people maybe not like, where we grew up, but be like we had the perfect you know childhood well yeah where we grew up there are a lot of families that were very well put together for the most part or at least on the surface um and i mean even growing up with my grandparents i mean and, and granted that's not the ideal circumstance but my grandparents were phenomenal parents um i think because I they had already little, raised I so many other kids a little out of place when i moved to where we grew up just from where i came from yeah, when I moved to Delaware, I was out of, I was for sure out of place. I was the only black kid in that neighborhood. Until it's kind of that's kind of funny, because I was the only white kid in my neighborhood when I grew well, before I moved to Columbia. Dude, did we just become best friends? We're like, we would have been <laughs> best friends in elementary school for sure. Um, actually, where I went to elementary school in Flint, there are only three white kids in the whole school, and they're all three in my classroom. What what what's funny is my elementary school. Which I've been told I say that weird. I don't know if it sounds weird to you. Elementary. I don't know. I feel like elementary. I say it weird. I say elementary. elementary. It's probably our generation. I think more like... people say elementary and I say elementary. But so but I watch yeah, a lot of Sherlock was, Holmes. I was one of the few white kids. But what was funny is I was best friends with this other kid who literally every girl liked. I mean, this was back in third grade. He's the most popular. All the girls liked him. But I'm his best friend. So it was kind of like I got... The second tier girls. <laughs> so literally what was crazy is, and this was probably the most pimp, so-called pimp moment of my life, is we would watch movies in class. Girls would just want to sit next to him and like literally rub his hair. And because I was the second tier, I got the second tier girls and they would just rub my rat. I had a mini rat tail. Uh, we were just talking about rat tails today. That, that was my peak, I think. Damn it. <laughs> We were talking about how silly they but were. But yeah, I was just sitting in a movie and two girls are rubbing my hair. Why mm. didn't that continue? 
I mean, you, you got to run with it, son. Freaking fourth grade. No, third grade. <laughs> um, after the intermission, there we're back. Um, so yeah, what's so, your favorite movie or movie, your of, the movie of the week? So movie of the week for me. So usually, usually I watch a horror movie every night um, because I like horror movies. But this, or, or I watch the Marvel movies. But uh, this past week, I watched a couple classic movies from uh, the 1930s. I watched, I watched House on Haunted Hill, the original one. That was that was fun. Um, they're both from um, uh, written and directed. I think directed, maybe or written. William Castle, um, who you know they now have like the Castle Productions or whatever the fuck it is. So there's a remake of. House on Haunted Hill and Thirteen Ghosts in the early two thousands, which are both fun movies for me. I love both of them, especially Thirteen Ghosts. So I watched the original Thirteen Ghosts the other night, and it was a it was a treat. I, I like watching, you know, right now in in Hollywood, there's so many remakes and redos and reboots and all this jazz, and, and it's not even of like classic shit sometimes sometimes it's some shit that happened 10 years ago it's like damn y'all already oh, redoing yeah. charlie's angels <laughs> like yeah, chill right. son but with um 13 ghosts and house on haunted hill they were originally done in the 30s i believe damn i didn't know that so 13 ghosts the remake i guess i didn't know it was a remake i watched the air house yeah it, it, it i remember i watched that movie a lot i love that movie um, it, it was just, it was a fun cast and the story was fun and it was updated. And if they did a remake even now, I'd be in for it, but just kind of because of the interest, you know, of having a history with those movies. But the original one was a better story, I feel like to a degree. And it was kind of to the point, like in the remake, they kind of danced around the whole ghost hunter thing. In the original, they made it very clear. Hey, man, your uncle used to hunt ghosts. And, you know, they drove him crazy. And, you know, there's a Ouija board here. And, it, you know, it was fun. It was a fun movie. And for the time, they, you know, it was a 3D movie. So you had 3D glasses at the theater. And, you know, that kind of played into the effect of the movie as well. Whereas if you watch the remake... In the haunted in the uh, haunted house, they all had to wear these glasses in order to see the ghost, and that was something similar to the original as well. They had to wear special glasses to be able to decode things and see ghosts. Um, it was fun. I loved it, and I, I watch a lot of horror movies on Shutter TV, and most of their movies are like foreign movies or old classic movies, which. You know, sometimes it's okay to go back and watch some of those older movies, even though I think a lot of times with us and even us in our 40s, you know, people look at older movies and they don't want to watch it because it's like, oh, well, it doesn't have the razzle dazzle that these newer movies have. But in reality, if you're just there, just go there to be entertained. Sometimes it's a better story. Um, yeah. Like with Taxi Driver, the acting is amazing. Oh, but the... Yeah special effects are dated well that goes into things like watching um we watch what did we watch today 
Fuck, I can't remember. Well, Jurassic Park. They were talking about CD-ROMs. And it's like, honestly, if I watch Jurassic Park, the original one, and they don't mention CD-ROMs, and you don't see the shitty old-school computers there, that movie still plays well, discounting the technology. Watching Die Hard still plays well if you discount the technology. Uh, you know, watching, you know, any older movie. That's That's what I mean whenever you say, did it age well? Or, you know, is it dated? If I watch something like Terminator, it's dated. But if I watch Terminator 2, I feel like it works out a little bit better. It's still dated, but it still works. And there are movies, like I watched Daddy Daycare the other day. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, I got a five-year-old. So sometimes I just, I put movies on because I want to make sure it's stuff that she can watch. Like, I honestly... um, She's she just turned five. When she turns seven, we'll probably sit down and watch Thirteen Ghosts, the original one, because it's you can understand why it was scary for the time and considered a horror movie, but it's not scary now, you know. And to let her watch it because it's so you know it's so rough, you can understand like okay, this isn't scary. These aren't real ghosts, but it's a fun story to run with. So I'm looking forward to watching. Both those films, House on Haunted Hill and Thirteen Ghosts, the originals, and then when she gets older, we can watch the remakes. That that's one thing I look forward to as a parent is just being able to go back and look at stuff like that with my kid. Like you know, I, I clearly won't show Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, too early on. But you know, some of those classics, and then going down later because. Even with the classics, they're innocent. But, you know, when they do remakes, they do get a little sexualized and the language gets a little vulgar. So, you know, that, you know, you clearly got to wait for an older age for that. It's interesting, though, watching back movies that we grew up on of what ones aged well and what ones didn't. Um, I thought of a bunch while we were thinking of that or talking. You were just talking of, like... Scarface ages well. So I was gonna say, like, what do we talk about? Age well or not? Scarface ages well. I think Fight Club will age well because there's no so. So let's go by decade first. So let's go 80s, since that's you know we were 80s had great great comedies. Yeah, and I don't see them ever being made now. They can't. Well, no, because a lot of the comedy was extremely raw. Eddie Murphy's raw. Even that though, it's just like <laughs> today's movies got to be like visually stunning. I'm like, remember? So a favorite movie of mine was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Can you imagine that being played in a theater now? So that's the thing, though. I don't think movies don't have to be visually appealing. They don't have to, but we are led to believe they have to be. But yeah, I don't think they have to be. But I haven't seen a movie. There's not as many movies. Of just a story anymore. So, what's your time frame? Are you think? Are you dating that though too? Because I could think of quite a well, few. Eighties, I feel like, was a golden age of comedy movies, mm. like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Trading Places, Coming to America. Those type of movies. There's nothing like that. So I, I will say this: There's a common link there. Super bad was like a more modern. The, the common link comedy. off of those movies you listed, though, you know, they're all um, linked to people who are on Saturday Night Live. I think after the '70s, 
because seven uh, Saturday Night Live came out in '75, and I think from that point on, you got a lot of those actors jump into film. Uh, Belushi jump into Animal House. Chevy Chase jump into uh, the National Lampoon films. Eddie Murphy jump into anything. Um, Steve Martin. Was Steve big Martin. Big with the John jerk. Kane. Oh, John Kane was on Saturday Night Live, but John, he was in the 80s. I thought he was on Saturday Night Live. He might have been, but I, I Maybe don't not. remember him on Saturday Night Live. Maybe not. I, I feel like it peaked, or the last time Saturday Night Live was so, good was when it had Adam Sandler and all those guys. What's so, funny uh, is people said that was a terrible period, and it got right. better afterwards. But, so, I mean, it, I guess that's a viewpoint, though. Cause, but all those guys became successful movies, like... But I don't think all Maybe of them were great were. on Saturday Night Live, though. Like, you know, uh, they they had the, like Adam Sandler was great on Saturday Night Live, and then he went on to. Do, and, but his movies weren't really that great. They were cult classics. They did great yeah. on video. Even him on Saturday Night Live was kind of funny. Is him and Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon. Part of why they were funny on Saturday Night Live is because they would kind of start laughing, breaking character. I actually kind of make it funny. But it would kind of make it funny, that. especially. Uh, nah. I I think Adam Sandler broke character almost every time. Um, I, and I, I'm just more so thinking about Jimmy Fallon because I don't like Jimmy Fallon. So, he would break character. He'd yeah. start giggling every time. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude, get yourself together. Um, but I, I think the '80s was definitely late '70s into the '80s was definitely a golden age of comedy. And then, yeah, when you get to modern, you had Superbad, you had um, Knocked Up, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah, I guess it was all freaking well, Seth well, Rogen uh, movies. Well, Judd Apatow uh, <laughs> yeah, movies. Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen. Um, but Superbad was amazing comedy. Yeah, it, I have I know people that hate that movie, and it's like, how could you hate that movie? And it's like, well, it's not, you know, it's not relatable. It's not realistic. It's like, it's very relatable to That's me. That's one of the most relatable movies, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I watch Superbad and I feel like, dude, They're I'm pretty sure that's a lot me. of things that movies wouldn't have admitted to in the past. Yeah. Um, like Jonah Hill, especially his character. Yeah. Was talking about drawing all the people. dicks. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Like, that was me. What, but I mean, their, their right. whole quest of like finding alcohol, the way yeah. they were talking about girls they love. And then you knew this super emotional emo guy that was like, uh, what's the other character's name? Um, um, I don't remember his name. Yeah. Michael Sarah's character. Yeah. His character. Yeah. There was guys like that in high school, like super, like, didn't want to say anything dirty to a girl and. Uh, like super bad I, I thought was great knocked up we bought knocked up like just kind of on a random and we fucking loved it we watched that shit every night like like no bullshit we watched knocked up every single that night I was saying too I mean Seth Rogen's character was like um, very common that I feel like people could relate to well yeah cause I mean he was that that loser guy who it's he like, didn't have no direction in his life. He didn't you know what You see this do. hot girl at the club, and it just, you force Gump your way into that, and then, oh shit, she's pregnant. Like, fuck. Like, what do we do now? Yeah, we'll fucking have his, it. His priority was smoking bombs. <laughs> the funny thing is, they did like a, fo- not necessarily a sequel, but like a follow up, like the, the sister um, with uh, Paul Rudd. They did the movie called This Is 40, which I did enjoy. Because I think it was right when I either turned 40 or I was going to be turning 40 very soon. And I remember watching it. Sarah didn't like it. I, I think I saw that. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. Who I was enjoyed his wife? it. Um, 
Judd Apatow's wife oh. <laughs> in real life. Uh, She's Ash- the redhead? Or, uh, no, Leslie Mann, the blonde. Okay. Um, like, it, it, it was one of those movies where it's like, I don't know what it was meant to be, but I enjoyed it for what it was, but I wouldn't, like, every time I see it on the $5 um, list for uh, um, all movies or movies, movies anywhere, that's what I have the app, movies anywhere, I don't ever buy it. <laughs> I was like, I should buy this and watch it again. But the thing is, I'd buy it and I only watch it once, so maybe I should rent it. But... Because I, I bought Knocked Up, even though I own a physical copy. I bought a digital copy because I'm lazy. And I still watch Knocked Up and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I, uh, I, forgetting Sarah Marshall is great. Yeah, that, that that's actually another one we watch. If it's not Knocked Up, we're watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall. We watch these movies every night, and they were just goddamn hilarious. Um, that was a good story and hilarious. And for any guy that's been on breakup, the dream would be to be uh, meet someone like uh, Mila Kunis's character. <laughs> that the only thing I didn't like about it was like, ah, oh, that's not realistic. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> but way it, 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 put, chick likes you. it pushes the story along, but it, it, it's definitely not realistic. <laughs> but it was so. pretty funny of how he was turning it over her. Of like, I feel like that was pretty realistic. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think that's a realistic thing on on both. I, I don't know for a fact, obviously, but I think that's a realistic thing on both of them. It's like, well. I'm gonna make her jealous. Well, I'm gonna make him jealous. And oh, it's that like, movie is great. It's like, uh, like, just stop caring about what either of you's doing. Like, move on with your life, bitch. Like, but, um, but yeah, with with the movies, uh, then versus now, I I enjoy going back and watching classic movies that have been remade, and th- there are even movies now that. Or not now, but like that we grew up like in the late nineties. Like, let me ask you a question. As it relates to those, I'm gonna give you three movies, and I want you to tell me, just real quick, do you think it could be remade? Yes or no, and why? Um, first movie, Pulp Fiction. I think that can be remade. And I guess I don't really, I guess the why is more so if you say no. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you say yes. Like, well, why can it be remade? Well, because yeah, that, that one I feel like is, I don't know, some of Quentin Tarantino's movies is a little comical in a way. Not 100% true. I don't feel like they time. have a like date. So you yeah, can just that's what I mean. it's like, put them anywhere. Not, yeah. Um, Okay. Seven. That was a good movie, though. It's a fucking great movie. I I just watched that a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean, back. you could remake it. It's not a music. I feel like the actors in the first one kill it. I think what made that movie really, really great is one thing that we have not, we didn't really, really have then, is the internet. You couldn't have a movie like Seven now with a mystery like that. For that, because that fucking ending, yeah, that I, like I knew so many people that saw the movie and they didn't tell that ending, and that's that was the beauty of the nineties. Yeah, that like, movies with twists were great. I always enjoyed movies with twists when I didn't expect it, and dude, like that I ending, mean, man. I think one of our both of our favorite movies, Fight Club, took me totally off guard. Of like that halfway point of when you realize 
Tyler Durden is the same character. Spoiler alert. Come on, Whoa. fuck. I mean, well, and no. say, okay, so we got Pulp Fiction 7. So you think it can be remade, yes or no? Yes. I think no, because of the internet. And if they do remake it, they got to do something fucking crazy with the twist now. Because that twist. Oh, yeah. I mean, if people will expect it, but. I mean, well, so not even so much expected, but less even, so seven. even if they More did so change it up, fiction. they'd have to do something so off the wall that you can't even spoil it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the more I'm thinking about Pulp Fiction to the time period, I think like the modern generation would know less about. Pulp Fiction, you can get away with. But, but the, it's the characters in Pulp Fiction that I think you could remake. So, but I think that's you why you could remake yeah, it modern. You can remake it because the character in the dialogue works so well. Um, so we did Pulp Fiction, Seven, Seven. Um, Final Destination. That one, I definitely think you could remake now. Well, they are remaking it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I'm just thinking. When when they said they're remaking this, like it'll just be better special effects, less of a story. I honestly don't like the idea of the remake because I love the first one so much because it was a great original concept. Because once they started going into the sequels of it, it really became a um, a, a story of just how elaborate can you get with these deaths? What's a movie you want to make a sequel of? Mm. And do you have an idea of what it could be? A movie that I want to make a sequel of? I, I So, I'm going to be honest, not really many things. Because I, I, I'm very comfortable with a movie ending. I, where I it, you know, ended. Like, um, so, Insidious. And this was, I don't know if I talked about this on Off the Mats. But I know I did have this discussion with somebody. Um, so, Insidious, when that movie came out, we worked at where we worked at together. Um, And one of the girls, a blonde, uh, she and I, I was over at her desk talking to her. And we were talking about Insidious. And she says, we were both like, dude, that movie is so good. And we both kind of at the same time, she goes, I said, it's perfect the way it is. And at the same time, she says, we need a sequel. And I was like, no, we don't. You can leave a movie where it is like that. Because, yes, you're going to always wonder. But that's the beauty of it. You always wonder, what, well, what really happened? And in, um, it actually was said that that movie was meant to only be one. And we ended up getting four. I think there's a fifth one maybe. But I know a fifth one coming. I know that there's four of them. And the fourth one was actually pretty fucking good when you see the twist. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I think I like the idea of sequels when a movie does a really good job of painting the world and the characters. Like, you want to see it again. My biggest one, and I've read, I had a dream of what it should be, and it's it kind of aligned with the book is Fight Club 2. Well, there is a Fight Club too, right? The book, but I <laughs> yeah, feel no, like the, my yeah, idea is. for the movie would be even better. Of my idea would be so the book kind of involved Marla not letting him take his medicine. Are you talking about gets, the sequel? The book, yeah. 
And he so, gets his son or his kid kidnapped. But my idea for the movie is that him and Marla get together, have a kid, and they want Tyler to come back for Project Man. So they purposely kidnap his kid. And my idea is that the only way he's going to get his kid back is if he stops taking medicine and lets Tyler come back. I think that would make a great movie. Like, he's the only way he's going to be man enough and be able to do it is to stop taking medicine and let Tyler come back. I think that would make a great movie. And it's to save his kid. And then, I mean, like I said, Tyler was like his alter ego of everything alpha that he really wasn't. So I don't disagree with you. I feel like that would be an it, awesome movie. I, it, but if that was to happen, I would really, really want the same people in it. So the Which is probably not ever going to happen. The thing is, you know, Ed Norton's kind of a cunt. Yeah. He's from our hometown. He was great you know? in that movie. And Brad Pitt, I definitely want being Tyler. Ed Norton was the best Incredible Hulk. That's unpopular opinion. but I like that, people. too. I like Edward Norton. I mean, yeah, American wait, History X that was dude. phenomenal. Uh, yeah, American History X was great. Um, but he was a real cunt there, too. There were a lot of problems I on set. I think the final cut was his cut. And yes. the director hated him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, the director like he did the right move. <laughs> so, but, it, but have you read but about I mean, what it, the director stuff should have been in there, too? No. Because his, his parts... Because they took out like 22 additional minutes. Like, it didn't sound like his version, Edward Norton's version, that was the final cut, was really any better than what the director had laid out. That director, though, I think he like didn't want it to come out. Like but I don't he, think he, he had anything come out for years because of no, his refusal to it, have it. Like No one wanted to work with him because of that. Yeah, well, and that's the funny thing because, like, now in in the long run of it all, that's now kind of the reputation with Ed Norton, though. Like, people don't want to work with him because that's why Marvel Studios was like, we don't want to move any further with him as the Hulk because, like, he wanted to do all these rewrites and they had a plan. They they had a long term plan that they wanted to go with, and Marvel Studios has shown that hey. Like, we have an ideal. This is what we want to do. And if you're not on board, then you got to go. I mean, exit Ed Norton, exit Terrence Howard, exit exit um, uh, Edgar Wright. You know, everyone who's been like, I've got another plan. Well, we don't want to do that plan. I think Terrence Howard was more, he he was, that dude's off his rockers. I think some interview just came out recently. He was like, yeah, um, fucking Robert Downey Jr. owes me $100,000. And he stole my money. Yeah, I don't know. That, that dude, every so many years, comes off like... And Terrence Howard, that one period, was in every single movie that came out. <laughs> What's funny is like, it's like he was in a that lot of shit. Year. He was in a lot of shit, but I don't remember a lot of shit. I remember he was in Hustle and Flow, Hustle obviously. Hustle and Flow is most memorable. He was in, uh, was it Pride? That was the swim movie. Then he was in something else, but... It's like he was in a lot of movies, but I don't remember what a lot it of those movies this, were. It was all that ex- real close time period. That's why it seemed like he was in so many. And Hustle then, and Flow is a really good movie. You know, um, I've actually never seen it. The The thing I liked about it, though, was it, sh- it was one probably the only movie I know of that showed beat making. Like, um, I've never seen it, but I, it falls into that pocket of movies where... I just talked about this recently with Sarah and her friend. 
there are movies that I haven't seen. I want to actually do an episode on Off the Mats about like beloved movies that everyone's seen that I haven't. I think you um, would like that movie. I, I not, I'm not saying I wouldn't like it, but the thing is, there's a time period, and Whoop it's that past trick. that tart. It's, it's past that time period where I don't want to see it anymore. The, the thing I felt like the most about it, like I said, is being someone that may, was interested in me. And be, that's the only movie I've ever seen where there's the MPC, which is a common sampler, where I mean, it's obviously recreated, and it's it's funny. It's that dude from uh, Road Trip, the nerdy guy. I don't know. He's the guy who makes the beat, but it just shows them kind of making it in the similar style of how you would actually make. Where did I just recently 90s. talk about road trip? I just talked about road trip with somebody. Where was I? I was. I, I got to recount my week now because I know I didn't record this. That was a funny movie. But I was talking about um, milking the prostate because of Stifler's oh, like at the sperm that. bank <laughs> and. And I was talking to someone about that. I was like, yeah, man, not my fucking cup of tea, but I guess a lot of people like that shit. Um, pun. And and it was just like, oh, Road Trip. That's the movie. Um, it, like, there's a bunch of those weird movies, like Euro Trip, Road Trip, like all types of weird trips um, in the early 2000s also. I think there was this weird point with movies too, where I was like, there's certain titles. I was just like, wow. So they can just make movies called sex tape <laughs> and just get away with it now. So cool. Cause you know, the, you know, the famous sex tape, Tom and Pam, or, uh, yeah, Tommy and Pam. Yeah. Actually there, there's a Hulu series coming out about them, which I just said to my wife, I'm kind of over like all, cause we lived through, a lot of shit. So it's like, I'm over it now. Stop. Yeah, it's crazy what people don't remember is how big Pam Anderson was. Well, because it unfortunately in Hollywood and, you know, entertainment, females kind of vanish quick. She was unbelievably huge. Because, I mean, there was her, there was Jenny McCarthy was huge, Carmen Electra was huge, and they all vanish. Like, they, you know, it's just like, Here's, here's a random trivia if I wonder if you remember. Mm-hmm. I think you will remember. I know I will. Do you remember Methods of Mayhem? Mm-hmm. It's like, funny as that came across. That something made me think of them. And they had that song, Get Naked. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, was, I actually just played it the other day. Me too. Well, <laughs> See, yeah. we're meant to be together, little Dante. No, like, don't, don't no one it. knows fucking get naked but us. Don't make it weird. No, because I, I still rock Lil that shit. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Yeah, that shit was rocking. It was, uh, it was Lil' Kim, George Clinton, Fred Dirt. club song. And, and the fucked up thing <laughs> Mixed is... Master Mike. The, the goofy <laughs> thing is Fred Dirt's... Because oh, when, yeah, when they did the too. video, like everybody he's got naked but him. He's in the chorus. Yeah, he's in the chorus. But I mean, like everyone in the video, though, everyone that because that was the deal. Everyone in the video has to get naked, and everyone was okay with it except for Fred Durst. Yeah, fucking I mean, bitch. Tommy Lee didn't have anything to be ashamed of. <laughs> it's like, but that it's funny is all the Motley Crue fans are like Tommy Lee made a fucking rap record. <laughs> I mean, music is music, dude. I mean, and that was such a stereotypical. 90s rap metal song but Lil Kim it was Lil Kim Mixmaster Mike Fred Durst I guess that was it I don't know who George else Clinton. was in Med- Methods of Mayhem with him oh, oh I'm, ta- I'm I'm just thinking about uh, right yeah that um, video but I'm thinking of Methods I'm, of Mayhem I think it was video. maybe Mixmaster Mike and him 
someone else. Now, I don't know oh, who no. was in it, but I remember. I remember getting it was naked a funny song too. Of like everyone, he was talking about everyone's watching my porno tape. <laughs> I mean, but that's again the thing. Like I was talking about with embarrassment. He made funny though. of it, yeah. Yes, well, people try to shame you for something. It's just like embrace it because at the end of the day, who's really losing out if if you start picking on me about my 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 hat? Whose problem is that? Not mine. You don't like the hat. I love my hat. So, you know, and that's the same thing. It's like, oh, everybody's watching your porn. Oh, uh, it's like, okay, so what? I got a big dick. <laughs> like, yeah, that like, was pretty much fuck, what that song was about. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, and that's kind of, you know, the same thing though, too, with Kim Kardashian. It's like, oh, well, Kim is only famous because of the porn. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> like she did it and yeah, she's famous, but it worked. Lil' Kim had a good verse in that song. I remember it was pretty dirty. I know that. I mean, like before I, like, she turned into a white Barbie doll. Yeah. That's <laughs> Dude, Lil Kim. She used to be cute. <laughs> Lil Kim was beautiful, man. And like, just when people fuck with your head, though, they tell you you're not. And you, you know, it's an unfortunate thing. She, Lil Kim was. She was talented. Yeah. She was good looking. I mean, after Biggie died, it was like, who's writing your raps now, Kimmy? But <laughs> um, but no, she was. She Lil Kim was beautiful, and that just sucked. And and she had the personality. She had that persona. And she was just destroyed. So that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. So yeah, first episode, we're talking about methods of mayhem. Probably the only podcast I would ever talk about them. <laughs> well, because like I was just like yesterday. No, like, it was I, a I weird played. coincidence. Me too. Is like something made me think of that song, and then I was like, I looked it up on Spotify. The only song I know of them is "Get Naked." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I mean, I'm sure. I don't know some, if they had. I'm sure they had an album. There's some. No, they had an album. I I, I do know that. Because when I, cause I'm confident, I never heard another song. Anytime that I like download a song, I have to um, I have to have like the album artwork and everything and all the info. That was just a thing I had to have on my my uh, iPod or on my phone. I have to have all the info. No one else cares about the info. I'm not even gonna look at that info, but I need to have the info. And they did have an album. It was called Methods of Mayhem. And I remember the album cover and everything. It was like a yellow album cover. And like it was like M-O-M. And it was like... It it was um, an interesting looking cover. It was, wasn't was nothing unique. But... Yeah, that's sure the only too, song I was I like know a of. side group. Yeah. Who knows? I don't even know if they ever toured. Like I said, we don't even know who's actually in the group. We know yeah. Tommy Lee. I felt like it was Tommy Lee mixed Master Mike, but I don't know who else it would have been. I couldn't tell you. Someone else was in the group. I, I just know from the song who was all on the song. Um, it was like Tommy Lee, Lil' Kim, Fred Dirtz, George Clinton. I felt like there was one other person, um, but those four for sure. And then everyone great, got naked in the video except for Fred Dirtz. strip club song. Yeah, of course. Get, like, get naked. That, like that's one of those songs that I know if I hear if I'm in a strip that's club a pump up song for so sure. If I'm in a strip club, there are four songs I know I'll hear. Get naked. Um, more human than human. Uh, honestly, honestly, anything by Rob Zombie. Um, will be on in a strip club. Um, pour some sugar on me. 
Yeah. In in many of the various Britney Spears songs. <laughs> Toxic. Um uh uh um do something. So you, um, you know, that that's just that's the game they play. You know what song I remember I haven't gone to strip clubs in years, but would always be played? For some reason it made no sense because it was kind of a depressing song was Papa Roach. That Last Resort. Yeah, that's I don't know why I heard that every and Kid Rock would be played at every strip yeah. club. Um, Rob Zombie though, the more human than human, where it had the kind of like a porno sound so in the beginning. At work, my old manager, because we're supposed to put on like a pop friendly radio station, so he put on ninety eight rock, and every couple of days they played more human than human and the full version. So one day I'm sitting in the office, and more Human Than Human starts to play the full version. And there's a woman and her child in the office. And you hear the heavy breathing and the moaning. And I, I was like, and the way that the radio was positioned under the desk, I can't reach under to change the station or turn the volume down because I don't know where the knobs are. And it would just be super obvious. So we just let it play out. I tried to overtalk it and be like, hey, let's head out of office now immediately because this is about to get really bad your kids about to get some education that they don't need right now that that song though is underrated that you know what's funny is where i was into scratching and turntablism that song by rob zombie is a popular hip-hop dj song to play that beat is just slamming when it goes into that uh, the guitar whine the high pitch and then the other one that's great to play thunder kiss 65 that beat is ridiculous um rob zombie actually has a lot of hey he he samples i mean it's he uses a a lot lot of hip-hop elements in his songs um have you heard um red man 80 bars no lisa it's not like i don't really care so much about his verse his verse is, is fine but the beat is like i just like the changes on the beat i'm like oh shit like I don't, I don't listen to a whole lot of music right now. You know, any music I listen to is shit that I've been listening to for the last thirty years, maybe you know forty years even. It's like I, yeah, I don't listen to a lot of newer stuff. And Redman is, you know, would fall into the category of older but still new stuff. Um, because him and Redman just had the verses, or him and Method Man just had the verses, which verses is fun. Like listen to uh, Ghostface and Raekwon, it just it that shit felt right. Like listen to that, and then uh, Redman and Method Man I was like, damn, dude, another good one. I think they just had a recent one. It was R and B one. Like I'm I'm not so much on board for that, but you know, good for them. I mean, and I love R and B. It's just like the two participants I couldn't care less about, even though I have music by them. I, I, I'm just not gonna sit there for two hours like jamming. But when they put uh, Ray and Ghost, I was like, okay, I'll put this on. And then when, when it was Method Man and Red Man, I was like, oh, shit, I'll listen to this yeah, too. Yeah, I didn't know they did the verses. I've yeah. seen only a few of the verses. The last one I saw was the Snoop and DMX, um, which both of them looked really, really old. Because <laughs> well, they're old. Yeah. Man. I mean, it just looked really dated. Um, but, both are legendary. 
I wouldn't have put them against each other though. Yeah, that's See? a weird, weird one. I mean, Snoop, I guess I get it, but super. I mean, hit wise, they had probably similar careers, but very different music wise. DMX is all hype, and Snoop's super laid back. Yeah, um, I think the the comparison there was dogs, like DMX. And then Snoop Dogg. It's like, I guess that's what they're going with. But it's like, mm-hmm. Like, try again. But, um... I feel like that's, in a way... I don't know why it's popping in my head. The guilty pleasure is fucking Rob Zombie, White Zombie. Of, like... I feel like me and you both liked him. Yeah. I feel like Rob so, Zombie but was... But I feel like a guilty like pleasure, Like the though. one rock... One of the few rock groups that like hip hop heads were like, yo, this beat slamming. <laughs> I mean, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, his too. I mean, the, 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 but Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails, or anything Trent Reznor. Like, but that that was a period though. Oh, where, the Trent Reznor was that song, the West Side Connection sample. That was good. But there was a period though Hurt. in the late '90s where people embraced. Um, like both cultures, rock and rap, embrace, you know, just each other. So it's always interesting to see that that correlation between the two, hip hop and um, rock. So, um, anyhow, uh, as we're starting to wind down, we got um, one more real quick segment we want to jump into. Um, as we went through movie of the week, and then we just went through our regular chit chat. Um, now we want to go through the. We got Jackass of the Week. Well, we're going to just talk about someone we think is kind of a jackass. And doesn't necessarily have to be this week, but you got someone in mind? You want me to go first? You want to go second? I don't really have a Jackass of the Week. I mean, I, I have I've a been Jackass of the week, week, and I think you'll find it amusing. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Fuck him right oh, now. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the NFL. That draft. guy that refusing <laughs> to play. He's upset that they drafted a quarterback. Meanwhile, he's on a team where he's been wanting better players and he's gotten rid of some loyal receivers to him, didn't stick up for them, let them go. Um, He complains about a lack of skill positions. Meanwhile, he has the best receiver in the league, in my opinion. He has a top five running back, in my opinion. He was one game away from the Super Bowl, in my opinion. What is he crying about? (laughs) They're not trying to get rid of him. They drafted his replacement for when he's ready to go. He's old. You but know I what happened? The same thing happened with Brett Favre. <laughs> I think that's where it starts, though, though too. And and granted, you know, you know, oh, how soon we forget. Yeah, but I think also the thing is, as you mentioned, all those positives. I, I think at the same time, at the end of the day, you want to know that your value. It's like, hey, I want more help on this team. Uh, you know, I and I, I'm going to be honest. I was very disconnected from the NFL season this year, more so just because I didn't do fantasy football this year, so I wasn't in tune with everything. So I don't even know, you know, who was doing what as far as the receiving core or the running backs for that matter or the O line. So I don't know. So Aaron Jones is running back, top five running back. Devonta Adams, number one or number two receiver at least. I guess. Um, so he has skill positions. I mean, you're not going to get much better than the best receiver in the NFL. So the thing is, though, too, I mean, you got to want more than just one receiver. But, but also, <laughs> need other weapons. Think, think, think if you're building a team, right? Your offense is up there. 
You're one of the best offenses in the league. Probably because of him, Aaron Rodgers. You're scoring fine. If it comes draft time and your offense is already one of the top tier offenses, do you think you need offense? I mean, what did they draft? I don't even know. What no, it's not even from this draft. It's more so still that they drafted a quarterback last year. Oh, yeah, I'd Jordan be pissed Love. about that too, though. But would you in terms of his job is not in jeopardy. They're not looking to move to Jordan Love anytime soon. They're they're just, when it's time, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is getting up there in age. There's no competition for his job. <laughs> You're right, but if I'm at a job and they hire somebody in my same position – Behind right, me in prepping for the future, I'm not thinking of it as them prepping for the future because maybe I'm thinking, hey, I'm going to be here for a while, and they're like, well, maybe you're not. But yeah, I agree with that. But at the same time, Aaron Rodgers, every other position on his team is competition, and competition usually makes people better. So quarterbacks, he's already pretty like, good if, though. If you really feel threatened by Jordan Love, what's your just one MVP? Are you really threatened by Jordan Love? Because they're not gonna go to Jordan Love when you just won the MVP. No, but I think it's still kind of a slap though. You just won MVP and then they draft a quarterback, and it's like, wait, what do you? No, they, they drafted him though the year before. No, no, I I know that. Did he he won MVP this year? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Thought he won last year. And there's no chance of him not starting. Wait, who won MVP last year? Aaron Rodgers. No, not this past year. I'm talking about the year before. Mahomes. No, that seems right. <laughs> yeah. Or was it the fucking Ravens quarterback, that kid? Oh, yeah, it was Lamar. You're right. No, I mean, I, mean, I was just it guessing. It was Lamar. I know there's like some Madden covers. That's all I like, recognize. And I was like, but, yeah, but, I was on the cover but of my whole point is with quarterbacks is. I do agree, and I didn't when I was younger, of the NFL draft. I think I get the best player available. And when you know your quarterback's aging, and there is a quarterback you really, really like, I think they drafted Jordan Love at the end of the first round. 25th, I think. I feel like Rodgers was the 25th pick, too. Right, yeah. And he <laughs> sat for years. Um or, and Brett Favre made but it very I, clear I, where he it, said, I'm so not hard. going to coach this kid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm it, not going to mentor and him. Rodgers doesn't have to mentor Jordan Love. I don't think they expected him to. It's just, it's so hard to get a quarterback that if you see a quarterback you really like, and it, I mean, you get a starting quarterback at 25th, that's a steal in a way. But we don't even know that he's going to be a starting quarterback. I mean, like. No, we might so. not. But if they liked him, why hmm. not get him now? Because, I mean, you look at the year. 2018, where it was Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, who was, yeah. he was what, the second pick? It turned out to be I, terrible. Was he the second pick? I know he was like, he was up there. I don't think he was I second. I think Baker was number one. Yeah, he was number Rosen one. was like the second quarterback. At least. He was the second quarterback taken and for sure. Darnold, I think he was like, Darnold's iffy. I, I think Darnold was actually really high. Yeah. I think Darnold, Darnold was higher. Darnold iffy, and then Lamar was towards the end of the round. Yeah, Lamar was and like, Lamar yeah, basically 27. sat most of the first year till the end. And it's just like, it's so hard to actually hit on your quarterback. So, if the Packers were to wait for when Rodgers does retire, there might not be a quarterback available. No, you're right. So they see someone that's good. They got him at the end of the first round. That's not a lock to start. But and I think the question, though, is uh, when did they think Rodgers is retiring? I think when though? his contract ends. I think he has two more years. 
So I, I see, but there's a different thing there now because, okay, you got two more years. So what they're saying is we're going to draft this guy because we don't plan to resign you. And then now, right. now that says, that tells a whole well, different story versus making 20 million a year. <laughs> I mean, and I think for a team that was super loyal to him, I think quarterback is a weird position. Football is weird in that weird position. I where mean, so Tampa Bay just drafted a quarterback. They did. Yeah. I mean, but you know how many times New England drafted a quarterback right. <laughs> behind Brady. Tom Brady, and it was like, yeah. but Brady and the didn't thing is, like when they had Garoppolo, but and and the thing is, Tom Brady time, was taking pay cuts I it, too. I bet it lit a fire under Brady a little bit when they had Garoppolo, because I think Brady demanded Garoppolo get traded, and Belichick didn't. I think Belichick saw Garoppolo as his successor. And and then Brady was like, huh, joke's on you, I'm going to Tampa Bay, bitch. Right. And they <laughs> lost Garoppolo. So now, and then they got stuck with Cam Newton, who can't throw the ball anymore. I think the schedule comes out this week or next week or something. And, and I think one of the things on the schedule is Tampa Bay versus New England. So that, that should be interesting. I don't know if it's in New England, though. So that's the question. But um, New England's going to bounce back because they had a lot of players on defense opt out for the COVID. I, like star but I think, players. I think offensively they're going to still struggle. Oh, yeah. But Cam was so Cam, I don't, Cam's broken. He can't throw the football anymore. I don't know that they're going to bounce back this year, but I think the year after is going to be that year that they start to trend up again. All right, so we had some kind of weird technical difficulty, and it just stopped recording. I think this universe telling us we need to shut the fuck up. So um, that's episode one. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us and just being along for this. We're going to be releasing once a week, so get used to us. Enjoy the fuck out of us. If you got any comments, concerns, let us know how we're doing. Reach out to us. We're on Instagram. Um, you'll find us, Adios Pantalontes. And um, we'll get the Facebook up and running and all that goofy shit. But uh, thanks for being here. Steve, go ahead. Got something to say? Say it. Adios Pantalones. That's all the fuck you have to say? Jesus fucking Christ. That's what I fucking mean. People got to be on the same page. All right. So, um. Clearly, that guy's had too much to drink, and those are the only words he could probably fucking say. But um, again, thanks everyone for doing this with us. Just, just fucking awesome. And like I said, get at us. We're here. Peace be with you, and also with you. Jesus fucking Christ, I, I can't fucking do with this guy. All right, y'all, we out. See ya.